welcome to To Mary, To Tyler, Two More with Kevin Ott, and Nicole Yates. Ah, kind of three there for a minute, I, didn't you I? Did, well, I was going to say my wife's name, because I'm used to, like, oh. I'm used to her name following mine, right? because I'm the man, and I'm therefore more important. Of no, course. I'm used to her name being paired with mine. So you're used to, are you used to doing I'm the uh, saying, answering machine message for the two of I'm you? I'm used to saying, like, Kevin Ott <laughs> and Alana DiCarlo, and yeah. So mm, there you go. Yeah. yeah, you did throw me. You did. I did throw see it. Me. That's yeah. what I I live I live for curveballs. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is the Two Mary Two Tyler Two More podcast. Thanks for listening. You can uh, follow us on the internet uh, on Instagram at uh, Two Mary Two Tyler Two More podcast uh, on Facebook uh, Two Mary Two Tyler Two More podcast and on Twitter uh, Two MTM podcast. I yes. believe. Yeah, just Google is. it. Just Google it. Put it in quotes. If you want to... Str- it's twos, not twos. Right, yeah, the number two, not the two, Not the letter two. two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the letter two. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can also just stream this if you're at work and you just want to listen at uh, tomary2tyler2more.libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. Because we're liberal sinners. Yes, that's exactly what that that's means. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Dot com. And then, for those of you out there in Trump country. Oh, hello, Trump country people. We're a couple of snowflake millennials. I am not a millennial. I'm not even close to a millennial. No, neither one. And but you know, I, you know, I do they're... enjoy avocado toast. They, I've never had it. I'm like, eh. but um, do you know that they are trying to change the years of what millennials are and they're pushing it all the way back into the 70s yeah you can be like 38 and a millennial now. that is just complete insanity to me Uh, if you're born in the 90s in the late 90s you're a millennial i think what's happening is if you're economically depressed now you're a millennial so it's like so it's yeah it's expanding to include everybody that's fair yeah Ah, oh, baby boomers. Okay, so anyway, this is an this is a podcast where we watch all of the episodes of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, and then mm-hmm. we talk about that and lots of other stuff. And this week we are up to episode number five. five. Is it only five or is it six? Uh, if it's not five, it's six. Yeah, it's not seven. No, it's not four. No, uh, support your local mother. Written by. That's the name of the episode. That it, wasn't just like Nicole, like just weirdly changing gears. <laughs> well, you should also support your local mother, but you should uh, you should pay attention to the t- title of this episode because it gives you a hint about what happens. Uh-huh. Uh, support your local mother, written by Alan Burns and Jimmy Brooks, the, and directed by the awesome Mr. Alan Rafkin. Alan, uh, Alan Burns and uh, and uh, James L. Brooks, the show's creators. The creators, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Burns, of course, also the creator of the Duck Factory, gave which gave the first break to a then unknown uh, lanky comic named lanky rubber faced comic named Jim Carrey named James Oswald Carey. Oswald? Really? No, I don't know. Oh, was he a patsy? <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I, that might not be his middle name. I don't know. No, well, it's, let's just go with it. Oswald sounds good. Jennifer. Oh. Jehoshaphat. James Jennifer Jehoshaphat Carey. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Don't bother Googling it. We're always right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, this episode concerns... Uh, it's a Rhoda episode with barely any Rhoda in it. It's a Rhoda-centric episode, but like, yeah, Rhoda has like two scenes, three scenes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. This is all about Rhoda's mom coming to town and Rhoda not wanting to see her. And uh, as we get into it, I want to talk about the ask her if she's taking her pills. Okay. Okay. So, in the first scene uh, is a Phyllis scene, played by the lovely Cloris Leachman. Yes. Where Mary is kind of like, uh, she's, she's redoing a, a chair. She's refinishing a, what was that, like a stool. It's like I a guess. little, like, sort of end table sort of thing. Oh, or was it an end table? I thought it was it? like a stool. I, I, Whatever, it's, it's like a flat top yeah. thing about the a, size of a It's got a flat surface yeah. and no back. Like the top of my head. Um, and <laughs> um, Phyllis uh, says, you know, if you want to antique it, here and she gives her this like big chain. What Phyllis is doing with this big chain, I don't know what's happening with her and Lars, but uh-huh. you know the seventies are a very progressive time, so whatever. Anyway, she uh, she hits it and then she gives it to Mary, and Mary can't stop laughing. Yeah. Every time she hits yeah. the stool. Well, what's funny is like is is uh, Phyllis says we do this for the for, for the antique look. Uh-huh. They're trying to distress the chair. Yeah. Which is like, I thought I didn't. I mean, I didn't think that. 
I didn't think that was like a modern thing. Uh-huh. Like I knew that's something that's been going on for a while. Right. But it's weird to see evidence of like shit we still do today. Right. Like way back, like yeah, in, in the, the early seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I it, I didn't think that people did that back then. Yeah, this like weird property brother shit or whatever. I just thought doing. people just bought old shit. Like yeah. I didn't. It didn't even occur to me that that would be a thing. That they deliberately distress it. Yeah. Way back then, because back then, like ev- I I would think everything was, like legitimately distressed. Yeah. Because it's the past. It's the distant past. Right. So uh, so Phyllis takes off and... Leaves Mary with the chain. Leaves Mary with the chain. And all of a sudden there's this thud and Mary opens the door and there is a little lady sitting on a suitcase in front of her door. Turns out it's Rhoda's mom waiting for Rhoda. Uh-huh. Rhoda's she, mom played by... I have it right now. I forget her name too, but she's the she's the quicker picker upper lady. Yes. As we talked about Nancy last Walker. Week. Nancy yeah. Walker. Uh-huh. Who, if you're a little older, you might remember her as like you said, as the The Big Mouth. Is that what she was? Uh, she was she was the bounty paper it's bounty? Bounty yeah, the quicker picker upper. Yeah. Yeah, I think Wait, so. Bra- okay, yeah. Brawny is the is the lumberjack dude. Yeah, I don't think Brawny was even around back then. Oh, I think yeah. it was just bounty. Yeah. Um and uh she she was the the here it's the big mouth here, because yeah. I think that was her nickname, I guess, like Back in the day. I guess. Um, she was actually born in Philly, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, as most big mouth people are. Hello. Hey. Eh, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Will Smith. I, I was pointing to me. David Brenner. <laughs> David Brenner had a big mouth. Like, he phys- a, physically. He had, like, a large face. He had a, he had a, he's got, like, this, he had, like, Steven Tyler mouth. You know, where, like, it started at the bottom of each ear. Yeah. And just went all the way across. If David Brenner were, like... I don't know if he's he's probably still alive, right? David Brenner, no, yeah. he just died a couple years ago. Okay, well, yeah. if he were like, if he were in his prime today, mm-hmm. and he were the guest on this week's Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. he would be playing uh, Tony Robbins, and they would be doing the Tony Robbins thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tony Robbins, like, like, like Me Too thing. Yeah, he would play because they don't look alike, but he looks like someone who would play him on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Andy Samberg would play him, I think. If yeah, he, if, if Andy Samberg had to play play like a famous comic he would be david brenner because they both they he also has that big the, the big face yeah. mouth thing yeah where it kind of starts at the goes all the way across yeah david brenner he played the philly card a little too like eagerly and and frequently well I that thought. was part of his shtick you know he's from south philly and yeah. uh you know that was but how far does that shtick go and i say this as someone from... i mean it, he he was on tv all the time in the 70s and the 80s so i mean I yeah yes yeah I, I think uh, being, since we're both from that area, yeah. I think we saw him do that a lot, but I, he, I think he had more material okay. than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had to. I mean, the guy had a 45-year career. I mean... I just remember he was on Johnny Carson all the time. He was on Carson all the time. He's, yeah. I remember him being on uh, Merv Griffin a lot. Oh, wow. Before Oprah was a thing, Merv uh-huh. Griffin came on after General Hospital. Yeah. And I'd come home and that would be on. He was on all the time. He was He did that whole circuit of talk shows... Like, Merv Griffin and, uh, what was that other one? It wasn't Doris Day. It was, uh, I don't know. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. No, she didn't do it. She didn't no, know. she always did, like, baby mama stuff. Sally, Jesse. Yeah. Um, she was, like, the, she was the precursor to Mari Povich. Yeah. Although I think they were contemporaneous there for a while. For a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who will be the David Brenner of, like... In terms of like, oh, I remember that guy. I remember that comic. Like in 20 years, I think of today, hmm. I think Laura Schlesinger. That's who I think. She's got like Netflix specials. She was on Last Comic Standing. Oh, okay. She's pretty funny. Well, why do you think she's, people will say that though? Because I think, I think that she will, I think she'll be around for a while mm-hmm. and then she'll sort of drop from the public eye. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll probably still get work, but it won't be like, you know, public facing work. Mm-hmm. And then in 20 years, it'll be like, remember Laura Schlesinger? She had those Netflix specials. She was on Last Comic Standing and people will be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember her. Probably. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that uh, the stand-up market right now is like super flooded. It's, fl- it's like super flooded. Glut. And I've yeah. actually heard rumors of Netflix starting to back away from doing so many specials because oh. even though they're like super cheap to produce, like the numbers They're aren't... so cheap. Oh, yeah, they're super cheap. And comedy, dy- all you have to do is call Comedy Dynamics and yeah. they're like there. They have, that's what they do. Yeah. So... They, they can give you a number right away as opposed to like, let me put a crew together and see how much money it costs. You know, like they know exactly what they need. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but that I, I have heard that from some comedy people I'm friends with. 
that they're kind of backing away from that. Because it's everybody, oh, pardon me, everybody and their grandma has a special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and you know, yeah. it's, it's, I wonder if Louis, we were talking about before the podcast, we were talking about Louis uh, being like sort of out of, uh, uh, you know, Louis taking a, a well-deserved break mm-hmm. right now. Not well-deserved because he worked so hard, although he did, but well-deserved because... Being gross? Just, just shut the fuck up for a little while, Louis. Like, yeah, that's how about stop being gross? Yeah. But, like, I know Dave Becky took a lot of shit for that because it was like, it was like, what did Dave Becky know and when did he know it and how much... He knew all of it. Dave, him and Dave Becky have been friends forever. That's the thing, but Dave Becky did does a lot of those specials. Yeah. And I wonder if he... He does. I he wonder does. if we're going to see a dip in those because he did so many of them. Nah. And if you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Even if his name isn't on it, it's still his companies and stuff. Dave, Dave's not hurting, <laughs> you know. No, Dave's not hurting. But if like, but if he, you know, if people don't want to go to him anymore, is there uh, some? Are there? Is there like a sub Dave Becky that they? Is there? Comedy, is there a Hydrox it's, it's, to his it's, Oreo? It's comedy dynamics. Yeah. Okay. Comedy dynamics has their finger on the pulse of comedy specials um 80s comics are hot right now so what do they do they do a string of specials with louis anderson and oh they just did a whole bunch of them and i can't remember the other ones but it's like all like you know all of those guys that are like kind of hot again yeah but they're all 80s guys john panette it's too bad he's dead oh i loved him he's so great so so funny and and i heard an amazingly generous comic like as a mentor oh really and just Really nice. I I heard that about uh, Ralphie May. I okay. heard that about him too. Yeah. And when he died, a lot of comics that I'm friends with that like do like higher end stuff. Uh-huh. Uh They had really nice things to say about about him, like when they were starting or just like kind of starting to feature, and they would go on the road with him and how just he, you know some you know because the the headliner makes all the money. Yeah, yeah. You know the feature makes a little tiny bit of money and the host doesn't make anything at all. Uh-huh. And he was always just like, here's $500. I've heard that about David Tell too. I have a friend who... That doesn't surprise me. I had a friend who featured for David Tell in Jersey yeah. and he was like, Merry Christmas and handed her $500. Yeah. Remember Insomniac? Yeah. That was like a, that was like a good solid like documentary show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he would go to like, he went to the Tasty Cake Bakery. Did he? When he went to Philly. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. He went to the Tasty Cake uh, Factory. And that would have been the old factory over in uh, Honey Park. Uh, it was. Ooh. I believe it was. Yeah. <laughs> At night? Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Yeah. But like, I mean, he did stuff like that in every city. I mean, like, I think people remember it as a show where he went to like nightclubs and shit like that. No, he did But he went to like, shit. yeah, he went to factories and stuff where people were working the like graveyard shift. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool show. Well, there's a whole world that happens after everybody goes to bed and I uh-huh. think people forget about that. Yeah. And I get that a lot because I'm not doing comedy and, and shit. And they're like, oh, well, what time did you get home? And I'm like, I don't know, one thirty. And they were like, on a Tuesday? And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> it's comedy. I mean, it's comedy. It's it's the entertainment business. Yeah. The entertainment business runs when you are in bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's a crazy it's a crazy world, but what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? What we should do is talk about Maritana more. Yes, we should. Because we're trying to stay on track. We are. Stuff. We're going to do it. Um. So uh, Rhoda's mom is sitting on the on the suitcase, and she mm-hmm. invites her in. Yeah, and she said, "Just keep, just go back to doing." Now, Rhoda's mom is known as. Uh, if, do you know what a nudge is? Yeah, yeah, that is what yeah. Rhoda's mom is. Absolutely. Rhoda's mom is a nudge. Yeah, it's a no, 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 no. Let me don't get mind me. Don't mind me. I'll just be over yeah. here. I'll just, I'll just sleep on the floor. I don't want to be a bother. You know. Which is fine for like 20 minutes and then you want to punch That's them. That's a lot face. of moms. That's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of moms. So, uh, but she says to Mary, you know, oh, no, just go back to whatever it was you were doing. And she picks up the chain and she hits the thing and she just uh-huh. starts laughing again. And, and Rhoda's mom says, well, you know, it's nice you have a hobby that keeps you <laughs> laughing. So then Rhoda calls on the phone. Oh, and this is funny. Rhoda and Mary, Rhoda, Rhoda demands that Mary follow this, like this. Right. Not. It's not really complicated, but she she says, uh, "Don't just say yes or no because then she'll get suspicious." Right. So say a word that begins with A for yes, <laughs> and a word that begins with B for no. Right. Which which, that's not suspicious at all. Just saying <laughs> random words. <laughs> they almost got away with it too yeah. until the end of the conversation. She was like, "All right, thanks, Ro." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes upstairs to see Rhoda. Which and this is the first time we see Rhoda's apartment. 
Right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is. Which, uh, frankly, uh, zoning-wise, I don't know how they got away with calling that an apartment. It's clearly... It's... And also, I am, now I understand why Rhoda was so angry when Mary got her apartment. It's clearly <laughs> just a crawl space. It's... Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But she's turned it into this, like, weird sex den. It's got this, like... it's There's, like, draperies all over the place and, like, beaded curtains. Oh, it's the 70s. It's and the like, style of the time. Yeah. Just put it on you on your belt. And, you like, know? she's got this, like... It's like a, it's just the word et cetera. Yeah. Which just is, it, which is funny because Mary has the M. Yeah. So uh-huh. you would think the Rhoda would have the R. The R, yeah. But instead she has et cetera, which I don't really. It, but, it just seems like a 70s decor thing. Yeah. Like a weird, like. Yeah. And the day bed. She has the day yeah, bed uh-huh. that doubles as a, as a sofa. And speaking as somebody who slept on a day bed for many years, I have to say those things are not comfortable. Yeah. No. <sighs> anyway. Moving on. Uh, so, yeah, so Mary comes up to see her, and uh, there she has a card and a, and, and a big box. Yeah. And she reads the card because Mary doesn't understand her mother, you know, Rhoda's mother, and she reads the card, and, it's, and it says, No one will ever love you as much as I do. And Mary says, Oh, that's nice. And Rhoda says, It's a curse. No matter who you are, no matter who you find, no one will love you as much as I do. Midwestern love versus Bronx love, yep. which totally nails it. Yeah. And then, she, but then she also asks her to ask her mom if she's taking her pills. Yes. There's that really sweet moment where, as Mary's leaving, yeah. Rhoda says, will you make sure she's taking her pills? What kind of pills? Yeah. Like, liver pills? Think... Crazy pills? Like... Heart pills? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And that felt to me like it was kind of like an an open-ended question yeah yeah like maybe like maybe they're leaving maybe it's okay it's two things either going into too much detail would require creating more plot Hmm. you know true um so and then and like you don't need that like like cluttering up your 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 story right and also the other thing is you know there's no reason you can't reveal later in a late, I don't know if they do this because I haven't seen it yet. There's mm. no reason you can't reveal in a later episode what kind of pills they are, and then th- then you get another story out of it. As that. far as I can remember, and I've seen a lot of episodes, is that they never really talk about that. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, because again, like that's another thing. That's like another layer of like like making more work for yourself. Right. Yeah. Maybe there was something originally that got that they cut out. Yeah. You know. That they were doing the rewrite, they were like, you know, this is a little too much. Let's just yeah cut that out. Yeah, I assume they're just high blood pressure medication, or you know, maybe she has some mild heart condition. Obviously, it's not Xanax. Blo- no, it's not. No, <laughs> blood thinners, something like that. Huh, maybe. Did they have blood thinners in the seventies? I don't know. I don't know how thick was blood in the seventies. Hmm. At least seventy-five percent cocaine. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It was cocaine. By the way, everybody should watch The Nick. Uh, you know, I Speaking of cocaine. Haven't... Really? Yeah. It's a very cocaine-centric show. Oh. It's very, very good. Yeah, but didn't they shoot it back then? Oh, yeah. They, oh, man. It was like candy. It was like Jolly Ranchers to those guys. I will never understand how people think it's like like it's a good idea to inject anything. I've done my fair share of illegal narcotics. Yeah. But like... When it comes like putting to, something directly into your bloodstream. Yeah, like it, yeah, like injecting anything. Like I just yeah. I and I have friends who are like heroin addicts, and I'm like, when does that become a good idea? And they're like, I don't know. Just the just mecha- I, I feel like just the mechanics of a needle is too risky for me. It's just too many steps. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you just... gotta jab yourself and shit, and uh, too it's too complex. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, we fast forward to later on in the night mm-hmm. when it's obvious that uh, Ida, Rhoda's mom, yeah. is going to be staying with Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, she pushes two chairs together yeah. with a footstool thing in the middle, and she's going to sleep there. Mary's going to sleep on that, yeah. which it looks terribly uncomfortable. Ter- I have done that. I had to do that once. I would imagine the chairs would sort of drift apart and you would sink down to the ground eventually. Yeah, but in general, because everything is not exactly level yeah uh-huh. you're better off just sleeping on the floor yeah um it's also like separate pieces with nothing holding them together right you know so like if you move they're gonna slide apart 
Yeah. Right? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's just it's not, not... And the chairs are always higher than the thing in the middle. And uh-huh. so, like, your butt's down. You're, yeah. You know, like, it, you you really are better off just sleeping on the floor. Of course, Mary weighs about 78 pounds. So... Oh, yeah, well, that's with boots maybe on. the fact that she's, yeah. like, a little... Like, a gossamer little wisp of a thing. She really is. Yeah. Um, But then... Ida starts giving her a hard time. Uh-huh. Uh, she should just go stay at a hotel, and then she's trying to give her money. I, I saw a hotel by the bus station that costs five dollars. Yeah, she's like, I'll just go down by there, and don't go there, don't go there. Right, just stay with me. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And she, but the best was her trying to give her the money. Yeah, that she would pay for the hotel. Uh-huh. So she's trying to stick it in the pocket. Mary keeps giving it back, and then nice finally line. she puts it in the in the cookie jar, but then slams the lid down. Yeah. It, it's like passive aggressive city and you kind of like really start to understand why Rhoda is just so like nuts uh-huh. because how could you not be? Yeah. Um, so then finally Mary gives in and lets her sleep on the chairs. And as soon as she lays down, she says, Oh, this is going to kill my back. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yes. She is the classic. No right answer mother. Yeah. You can definitely see why Rhoda is as neurotic as she is. I, I, honestly, I can't believe how she's now more neurotic. How is she? How does she get out of bed? I wouldn't be able to get out of bed if every choice is the wrong choice. I mean, that's kind of how I live. So yeah. it's it's hard to get out of it bed. It should be. It should. Be, it's funny because I was I was talking to my I was talking to my therapist about this. Um, it should be freeing. It should be freeing to feel as though every choice you make is the wrong choice. How? Because then there are no wrong choices because every choice is wrong. But the it's the it's the Incredibles maxim. If everyone is special, no one is, right? If every choice is wrong, no choice is wrong. So it should be incredibly freeing, but it's not. It's not. No, because then you just know you're just making wrong choices all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's dreadful. It's a horrible way to live. I don't recommend it. Oof. Welcome to my world. Um, All right, so moving on to the fourth scene. To Mary, to Tyler, to depressing. (laughs) We'll pause a second for everybody to take their medication. Yeah. <laughs> now you know what kind of medication we take. <laughs> uh, all right, so the fourth scene in the morning, and Rhoda's mom is nowhere to be found. And Phyllis asks, "Where's Ida?" Mary said, "Who?" And yeah. Phyllis says, "Ida, Rhoda's mom. She's been here for three days, and you don't know her name." And Mary says, "I, I, I can't call her what she wants me to call her, Mama. Mama. You know, she's so sweet. That's so funny. You know, Rhoda's using the it's oh, it's Rhoda." On the phone, calling. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite joke in the whole episode. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Go yeah. on. And the, the joke is, Mary says, uh, she, she says, you know, your mother's not here, Rhoda. You can stop using the Italian accent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, I love jokes that make you sort of do the extra step in your head. Yeah. You know, um, there's a, one of my favorite Simpsons jokes of all time is, uh, when the Simpsons go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, yeah, and one of the robots malfunctions. The, the Itchy and Scratchy Land has all these robots yeah, that yeah. are like animatronics, and one of them malfunctions, and like his head falls off, and you see all these like wires and diodes and motherboards and uh. shit in there. And Marge says, "See all that stuff in there, Homer? That's why your robot never worked." <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because like like uh, Homer like trying to make a robot on screen would be funny. But, right. like, referencing that it happened once off-screen makes you do that extra, like, off- bit of work in your head. Off-screen references are the best. They're always the best. Oh, my um, God. It, it's They work on the same principle as scary movies, right? Like, The Blair Witch Project, whether people like it or not, I think it's super scary. And the reason I think it's super scary is because you never actually see The Blair Witch. Oh, yeah. Right? So anything you come up with in your head is going to be scarier. Well, it's a psycho. It's the psycho effect. Exactly. You know, yes. you never actually see any... Well, you see a tiny bit of blood that goes down the drain. But uh-huh. You never see anybody actually get stabbed. There's no gore. It's all implied. Yeah. It's the implication. Mm-hmm. Because that, of the implication. Yes. Yes. Because of the implication. The name of, of my uh, junior high polka band record. Really? No. That'd be awesome. Uh, I know, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a beer called called The Implication. Really? There's a there's a brewery in, I want to say, Michigan uh-huh. that, I don't know why they haven't gotten a cease and desist letter yet, but they have a series of Always Sunny in Philadelphia-themed beers. There's oh. a there's a rum ham. There's, there's a beer called The Implication. Um, there's another one called Fight Milk. It's I great. think as long as you don't use the logo, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're, yeah, yeah. because like those are all like, 
Yeah, you're not using the logo. Rum ham is kind of pushing it, but that's like a recipe too, right? Yeah, I saw somebody actually, I, I saw like a video on the internet on Facebook, was surprise, it, where a guy tries to make all of the... Was it binging with Babish? I don't know. Okay. Does he make a grilled Charlie? No, he makes the rum ham. Yeah. He makes milk steak. Uh-huh. And he makes something else. But then he also makes versions of it that you could actually eat. Yeah. Because he tries to eat the milk steak and almost dies. Uh-huh. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Ida shows up. Yeah. She, she went shopping in a sweater uh, in, like, negative degrees out because she didn't want to bother yeah. Mary. And um, she didn't want to, she didn't want to move her, all, like, she didn't want to rustle through all of her, Mary's beautiful clothes. Yeah. To get her coat. Yeah, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, and she hands her a box and, um, and she feels bad when she says to Phyllis, you hear that noise? She's like, yeah. She's like, she's doing the dishes. Well, what's that problem? She's like, I already did the dishes. And I live with somebody who has rewashed my dishes. And let me tell you something that is annoying. I used to have a roommate who would refold my laundry. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the, the image of that is on the, the, the flag of the, pla- the passive aggressive. <laughs> nation <laughs> yeah i would agree with that i would definitely agree with that um so, so mary opens up the thing and she loves the scarves uh-huh they're like these beautiful scarves these yeah. beautiful scarves one of them perfectly matches her outfit yeah she puts it on and she's like oh well at least you liked one of them it's like oh my god yeah. like, and you could totally but then but the best is the tag on that on that scene is are you taking your pills did you take your pills today Mama. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I went home for, I went back to see my mom for the holidays Mm -hmm. uh, uh, last year. And she, you know, my mom loves to cook for us when we come. Mm -hmm. And she brought me, um, we went over for breakfast once and she brought me a cup of coffee. While I was sitting in the living room, she was making breakfast. She made me some coffee and brought it in to me. And I tasted it. It was really good. And I said, wow, this is really good coffee. And she said, oh my God, does that mean the other coffee I made for you wasn't good enough? And I was like, no, it just means this coffee is extra but that's that's my mom. That's wow. my mom. They're like, oh, I'm sorry you don't like the other one. Wow. Like, yeah. Oh, God, that's my mom. I love her, but that's my mom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you didn't like the other one I made for you? Oof. Does that mean, oh, my God, you're eating the pancakes. Does that mean you don't like the eggs? No, the eggs are great. Wow. Yeah, that's my mom. Wow. She's Meanwhile, anything my mom makes, I just shovel right into my face. As do as do I. But she she's always looking. She's always watching. The always only, watching. The Wazowski. only other person that can cook for me like that is my uh, Chachi Marion. And it's really funny because her kids are so picky about the things that she makes. Uh-huh. I feel as though that woman has never made a dish that isn't fantastic. Everything she makes is great. And I tell her that too. Uh-huh. Usually with a mouthful of food, and uh, you know, and they're and it's so funny because there'll be five of them sitting there, and I'll be sitting there, and they're like, "Oh, it's too much this and that, whatever." And I am just like shoveling, like this is great. Don't listen to them; they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so I'm like shoveling in, like you know, brujol or whatever it is that she had made. Oh, she's a dynamite cook. My touchy matter. Tut, what's her name? What is this? What is... Marion? Her name's Marion. Chuchi is Polish for aunt. Okay. So I just, I always call her, I have a touchy Diane. Yeah. I have a touchy Mary. Okay. I didn't know that word. Yeah. That's uh, Polish for aunt. Babchi is Polish for yeah, grandma. That I knew. Jaji is Polish for grandpa. Although I call my grandpa pop up. So I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, and it's just the thing. Yeah. And my cousins don't do that. They don't use those words with their kids. Yeah. And um, it's weird to me. We did mom and pop up. My grandmother was mom yeah. My um, mom, you know what? That sort of irritates me a little bit. Yeah? My mom. Yeah. I don't know why. Huh. There's something about it. it gets under my skin. I don't know why. It okay. shouldn't bother me. Yeah. It's just uh, one of those things. Yeah. I, like, why can't you just say grandma? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Like, the, the words that, like, you kind of go with. Uh-huh. Um, the best one is, though, my Chachi Diane, her grandkids call her, they call, they call her Michael John Grams and Gramps. Aww. Which is like, I thought that was great. That's, I, that, that's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, back to work. Um, so scene five. There's a lot of scenes, uh, believe it or not. In, there's eight scenes in this episode. A lot, so a lot of times there's just six. Yeah. So there's extra, there's a lot of extraness in this episode. Mary's at work and she's yeah. obviously fried mm-hmm. from living with Ida. Doesn't know what the special is that they have to just is pollution so is is yeah. pollution really all bad? This is, this is another thing that is very like, like 
it's it's very today, obviously, with yeah. like because we just went through the whole uh, uh, um, Sinclair Media thing, right, right, with all the you know, and and this the joke here was they're doing a story. Uh, Mary's working on a story about is air is air pollution really that bad? Right, and she's like, why why are we doing this story? And to which Murray says, because the chairman of the board of our of our station owns a smelting plant. <laughs> so and it's like, oh my god, right? They also had corporate dominance over media, oh, just yeah. like today. Oh, Nothing's yeah. better. Let's all hang ourselves. Well, I think it's always been around. It's just with the internet now, you know more about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when people say, "How come I didn't hear about sexual harassment thirty years ago?" Yeah. I just say the internet. Yeah. How come I didn't hear about global warming 25 uh-huh. years ago? The internet. Yeah. The internet is yeah, the yeah. answer. The internet is yeah. why. Yeah. How come we didn't have all these videos of black people getting shot by cops 20 years ago? <laughs> because 20 years ago, not everybody carried a camera with them all the time. Yeah. 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 No, that's the exact. Well, um, even with uh, still cameras, you know, uh, back in the 40s. You know, when with segregation and yeah. all that crazy southern wackiness, you know, and people started taking pictures, mm-hmm. still pictures, yeah, because you know, back in the forties, you could actually anybody could have a camera. Before that, cameras were kind of expensive, and yeah. like, you know, you would have to develop the film yourself, and like all this different bullshit. But in you'd the have 40s, to hold that that plate up in the air with the big pile of powder on it. Yeah, was that? I think that was like the twenties, but okay. yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the the glass plate. Put cameras. the sheet over your head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they use those in um, in a uh, uh, series of unfortunate events. Yeah, and I uh-huh. always laugh every time I see them. So, so she's obviously like way out of step at work, mm-hmm. and Luke calls her into the office. Yeah, and gives her this whole speech about how she needs to get her shit together. Yeah, or I'll fire you. So, yeah, sort of semi threatens to fire, and she says, "Are you serious?" And he he just smiles and says, "No, it's a, it's what does he say? It's a scare tactic." If you don't start shaping up, I'm going to have to fire you. Do you mean that? Nah, it's just a scare tactic. <laughs> but my work is rotten. And Lou feels really bad because yeah. he knows that she's not normally like that. But as a boss, yeah, he has to be like, hey, uh-huh. what's the deal? And with Lou, that's, don't make me fire you. We're back at the apartment. Mm-hmm. Because Mary has been trying, in season, in season in scene five, Mary's been trying to call Ida to get her to bring down um, the new lapel thing. For Ted. For Ted, yeah. Um, which I don't understand why they didn't just like sew it on for him real yeah. quick and then get him the one the next day. Yeah. I don't know. Ted's having a shit fit. Yeah, yeah. He have it. Being a Ted's real, being a real asshole. A real jerk off. A real it's, jerk it's off. It's a about different it. kind of asshole. Like Ted is usually like like you just know, like a pompous buffoon. Yeah, yeah. But like you, you never we have not yet seen him being like mean spirited. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's definitely quite... He's a real dick here. Quite a dick. Yeah. Quite a dick. Get with it, Ted. Seriously. So in scene six, Mary comes home, and Ida's, like, cleaning the whole apartment, and she's been home all day. But, but oh, the, yeah. Uh, you know, she's like, don't <laughs> worry. You didn't miss any now. messages. Somebody called it this time. It rang six times, then eight times, then and then at the same time. Fourteen times. times. 14 times. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really, like, just... Yeah hilarious um and then she's like you know you should you should kick me out i must be getting on your nerves you know promise you'll write once a week and, you know and rhoda slipped a slipped a letter under the door so that's why she's like kind of like ready to go yeah and uh and then we see mary at rhoda's workplace right yeah well that's the next scene that's the next scene yeah yeah but the, the best is though um i love the word play here uh, Rhoda slipped a letter under the door, and it's just kind of like, like a, like kind of like a sweet sort of letter. Yeah. And she's like, "Not every mother has a daughter like that. I wish I could see the daughter I have like that." Yeah. Like, you know, that's good wordplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good wordplay there from the uh, Burns and Brooks gang there. So then we're down at the department store, where Rhoda's doing the window, uh-huh. which I always thought they did in the mornings. Hmm. Well, what's the- like yeah. that makes a difference. Anyway, she's uh she's in, up there. Yeah. You know, and Mary pops in to see. So her. not only we've seen Rhoda's apartment. Yes. We've seen Rhoda's workplace. Yes. In a very Rhoda centric episode that nonetheless seems to have barely any Rhoda in it. Yeah. Peripheral Rhoda. Yeah. So they should have called her spinoff. Peripheral, Peripheral Rhoda. Rhoda. 
That's going to be my, my band. That's right up there with Rural Juror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Rural Juror. Um, but Mary tries to get Rhoda to... <laughs> Sorry, whatever I think of, like, humorous names from 30 Rock, right. I the next place I always go is Jackie Jump. Jump. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is the, the Janis Joplin biopic. Right, they couldn't right. get the rights to her name. To oh. her name, so yeah, Jackie Jormchomp. Anyway, yeah. So we're in the window now with and Ma- Rhoda and Mary, and, and the mom is just standing outside the window. Yeah, and Mary's just like, "Listen, your mom, she's leaving. Why don't you just pop out and say hi?" And Rhoda's like, "If I see her, it'll set her back twenty years minimum." And she's like, "Well, then don't turn around." But is this the first time that she has, that she, has she not seen her mom in, in like, a really long time? Presumably. Hmm. I mean, she, this is, obviously it's the first time in the episode that they've seen well, each other. Well, yeah, it's the first time in the episode, but how many I mean, years has I didn't she get the, not seen her mom? I didn't get the sense that they were estranged because she's been sending her that money. Right. You know, that she's like, the whole thing is Rhoda's been sending her mom money, which Rhoda then, which Rhoda's mom then turns around and spends on Rhoda. Right. But I get the sense that they've been writing each other letters, maybe? Remember, letters was like a thing back then. Yeah. Letters was a thing when I was in college. I remember I used to send letters to people. I had pen pals yeah. in high school. Like like legit pen pals? Yeah, my friend Pete used to do these. They were like little books. Yeah. And you would make a little page to the book, staple it in, and then like send it to the person... Send it to the next person on the list or something. Okay. And then they would do that. And if you saw somebody in there that you wanted to write a letter to, and if you didn't want to hear from people in jail, you had to put NPP on there. No prisoners, please. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I did once get a letter from a guy in jail. Yeah. And it immediately went in the trash. What? Uh, like, did you read it or you no, just... No, I did not read okay. it. I, which I felt bad about yeah. afterwards, but like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> you got to draw a line when you're 15. Yeah. got to draw a line somewhere. Prison is where I drew that line. I had a prison pen pal my first my first uh, job after college. Really? When I was a, I was a small town newspaper reporter, uh-huh. and we had two prisons in the town. And one of the guys, some, one guy in the prison, sent me a letter for some reason. I guess he had read something that I'd written. Oh. And he was, I actually forget what his issue was. I was like idealistic, and I was like, oh, I'll I'll connect with this guy. And like he had some kind of parole hearing. Uh-huh. And I went to his parole hearing, and it turns out he was a super creepy child molester, which I didn't know until, like, much later in the... Pro- I should have found that out right away. You think? Like, hey, what did you do to get into prison? You know? Hmm. Um, but, yeah. All right, then. Yeah. It's, hmm. not a, it's not a fun story. No. <laughs> it's more of a, a, a sad, tragic story. Yeah. This is our darkest episode yet. A little this bit. This episode has gone to some places. Is this our darkest marriage, how the more timeline? It's yes, yes. Okay. This is our yeah. This <laughs> yeah. This is the um. This is the Zack Snyder episode. Oh. The episode that's directed by Zack Snyder. Oh. Everything's grim. Six episodes and, in a movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so um, so Mary says, "Then don't turn around." And don't says, turn around. Oh. And then they sing the song by Ace of Base. No, they don't. Go ahead. <laughs> Hello, 1950. And Rhoda says, you know, she's got a back that can break your heart. And then, you know, they hug. And But the I love the little gag with the suitcase. Because mm-hmm. Mary couldn't move the suitcase earlier yeah. either. And uh-huh. her mom just picked it right up. And then Rhoda went to... And she couldn't do it. Yeah. And her mom was like, what's the problem? And yeah. picks it right up and walks away with she's it. She's inhumanly strong. Yeah. And, and Mary does a little mannequin stance in the window. Yeah. Because they just left her there uh-huh. in the window. And then the, uh, the tag is the three of them in the apartment. And Rhoda opens the box... That, that's been like the albatross yeah. of this whole episode and it's a fur coat. Yeah. But it's like a fur pea coat. It's it's a very it's actually I think it's pretty cool. It's I a mean, cool like, looking coat, but it's a know. very seventies coat. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's a it's like a pea coat, but it's furry. Yeah. And, and it's uh, like real fur too, presum- I'm assuming yeah. it's supposed to be real. Well I mean apparently it's four hundred and ninety five dollars. So, so presumably it's like mink or something like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. And uh, and then they have a little go back and forth about it, and you know, you know, your father's doing okay. I thought you thought you said he was struggling. No, we're we're comfortable. Yeah. So. And Rhoda says that means I'm probably an heiress. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. You don't know if she stays for a little while longer, or she goes back home, or yeah, what she does. Well, the end of the episode is Rhoda gushing about how much she loves the coat, and then her mom says, "Oh, so you don't like it?" Right. Yeah. Right, which, exactly, which is exactly how the mother is. Yeah. And, 
I w- I I couldn't deal with that mm-hmm. with a constant constant. Ugh. So that that was a uh, support your local mother. MTM. Where are we at on time? Oh, we're good. We're forty minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, well, what's the next episode? Do you know? Uh, I don't. We can look it up. Yeah. Why don't you look it up? Yeah. Um, in the uh, in the in the meantime. Um, they actually show the Mary Tyler Moore show. If you're interested in looking and you don't want to buy it from Amazon, uh, they show it on the Decades channel, oh. which is usually like 2.1 or something like that on your dial there if you have a over-the-air antenna. And it's also on Hulu. Not all of the, not all of the seasons, I don't think, but a lot of them. And they show that, and they show the Bob Newhart show, which is also a pretty fantastic show if you if you're if you like to laugh, <laughs> if you don't like to laugh, I can't help you. But if you do like to laugh, MTM is where it's at. I would say all those all those channels, if you can find them, it's it's uh, MeTV mm-hmm. and Antenna TV. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another Cozy TV. Cozy shows some stuff. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. all show like these great old comedies and dramas from. The, this is how um, MeTV is where uh, Alana and I became obsessed with Quincy for a short time. There's two different theme songs. There's a really serious theme song, which oh, is yeah. from later in the. Yeah. But earlier in the run, yeah. the theme song was like whimsical. Yeah. It was like half serious, but like half whimsical. We go like, and then go, yeah, because they used to, my, my Bashi used to watch it uh, when she was making dinner, and it came on before the five o'clock news. Yeah. I wanted to watch cartoons, but no, we had to watch Quincy. Yeah. It's a good show. I mean, I remember. I mean, not I, when you're eight. But yeah, you know, no, because like, you want to watch like Tom and Jerry and shit. Okay, so the next episode does not have the big mouth in it. No, um, well, no, no, no. I mean, she wouldn't be in the next episode, yeah. but. It's called Toulouse-Lautrec is one of my favorite artists. Ah. Um, and uh, Jay Sandrich directed it. And let's see who wrote it. Jay Sandrich also uh, directed a shit ton of episodes of The Golden Girls. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah, that guy. That tracks. That guy has been directing for he's directed everything uh-huh. forever and ever um this episode was written by lloyd turner and gordon mitchell mm-hmm. who i don't know those guys but i'm looking at lloyd either. turner right now he's got good times uh the jeffersons um bugs bunny oh. uh, uh love boat so maybe he uh, maybe that's where he hooked up with uh captain steubing here's a question for you Alice. why have they not rebooted the love boat you would think that they would reboot it in like, you know why? Because it's hard to do unless you're mocking it. Why? It's just stories. It, they're just. But you got to get like. They're, the, they're like plays. They're like they're like they're like you know little 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 three act plays that, that forty five minutes. Yeah. You know and. You got to get the guest stars though. Yeah, you know that's the thing I noticed. Re- I've noticed this recently that like, up until like. I guess the the late eighties, you could get like actors and actresses from like movies and uh-huh. television to like be on shows and yeah do things like that yeah you don't see that anymore you see it with the hot, like the really sort of not high concept but the sort of um, you know the more cerebral snootier shows like like Thirty Rock got a lot of like Matt Damon did a stretch on Thirty Rock. Yeah, but that's um, just one person. Yeah, but like I don't think he was the only one. Um, uh, uh-huh. You get uh, you get a lot of guest voices. Uh-huh. Um, Bojack Horseman. If you look at the list of yeah. guest voices on Bojack, there's a lot because that's super easy. You don't even have to leave your home, you know. Uh-huh. And that's a like that's a, a simple paycheck. That's true. Yeah, and, um, because animation does pay differently. Yeah. Than than you know regular yeah. uh, regular rates. Yeah. Uh, writing and acting, yeah. they're they're it's different, and you don't get residuals. Uh, like maybe you might now, but for... it depends on your contract. There's no the uh, the writers guild doesn't cover animation, right? Yeah. So it basically depends on your contract. Yeah, why is that? Um, I'm pretty sure it's because of Walt Disney, but not a hundred percent sure. Why is that? Uh, Walt didn't like unions. Oh, I was just surprised. Yeah, yeah, they were full of Jews. Oh come Walt, on! Walt did not no. like. He did not like the desert people. I I don't I don't think that's why. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's why. I just like to Jeez. mock Walt as a as an there, there was there were there really is no proof of that. Did you ever see the family? There's a great Family Guy joke of them defrosting 
uh, Walt Disney. Yeah. And he says, are there still Jews? Aww. And the guy says, yes. And he says, put me back in. Aww. Oh, yeah, no. Um, I actually think there's no proof of that. There's, there's, I don't know, I don't know if there's proof of his anti-Semitism. That I don't know. That's just a funny I mean, Henry joke. Ford was a huge anti-Semitism. Well, yeah. Well, holy shit. Yeah, he was yeah. like. He, he was, he, he was a Hitler uh, fan. He like donated money or something, didn't he? Or something like that. To Probably. Um. Anyway, uh, but Walt's views on unions, I think, were are, are, are pretty well documented. I think that was, not to, not to stick up for Walt Disney, but like I think that was kind of in line with all big business at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they all hated it. Yeah. Like, none of them wanted to pay fair wages or wages in general, you know, health care, which wasn't even really a thing back then, mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah. Also, the, the history of writing in animation is... It's not like the history of writing for live television because the history of writing for live television sort of has its roots in in playwriting, Mm. you know, whereas for animation, it was more like drawing pictures and making lots of shorts without a lot of dialogue, you know. You know what I was watching last night? Uh, Speaking of live television, I was watching the Jack Benny show. Oh, God. Yeah. So funny. He does this bit where he's telling a joke to the audience and he gets halfway through. Uh Uh-huh. And Bing Crosby's brother, Bob, was on the show, and he was just a singer on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he comes out. Does he look like Bing? No. I I mean, a little. Okay. He comes out. He says to the stage manager guy, all right, I want you to bring down this background. This is right in the middle of Jack's just telling his joke. He comes out, all right, bring that down. He pulls down this background. He starts singing this whole song. Yeah. Whole song. with With the band and everything. Yeah. And Jack is just standing there, like... What, what the, the fuck? Yeah. You know, like the whole time, guy sings the whole song, thanks a lot, you know, walks off, and Jack goes, and then she said, blah, 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 gets the <laughs> biggest, biggest, biggest laugh. And apparently that was like a running thing that oh, would happen. He would be in the middle of doing something. They did one with Sammy Davis Jr. He comes out and does like a whole like song and dance shit. Yeah. And then like, and then Jack's like, and then the girl says, and then, you know. Nice. But yeah, no, so funny, so so funny, so 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 funny. The, that is also a great joke setup. What the setup, and then what? R- rather, the callback that's not really a callback. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is a callback. Um, it makes me think of the joke. Um, so the first airplane, airplane, the yeah. first airplane mu- movie. I say like there Tell were me, like, Johnny, like, do like you there's like fucking, gladiator movies. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. So airplane. Ta, 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 pa, pa. Which guy? The the star. Lloyd? Lloyd Bridges? No. Airplane. Ted something something? That guy? It's going to drive me insane. Well, um, uh, J- uh, Julie from Love Boat's in it. Uh, 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 Robert Hayes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ted Stryker. Um, Julie Haggerty. Did, yeah. did we talk about, I think we've talked about Just Friends. The movie Just Friends? Yeah, yeah with yeah. Ryan Reynolds and and Amy Smart. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Julie Haggerty's in it, and mm-hmm. she's beautiful, and I love her, and she's hilarious, and she's brilliant. Anyway. She's got to be super old by now. She still looks great. Yeah? Yeah. Good for her. Um, so Robert Hayes pulls up. He, he's in a taxi. He pulls up to the airport. Mm-hmm. He says to the taxi driver, keep it running, because he thinks he's only going to be a minute, because he's going in to stop uh, uh, Julie Haggerty from, like, getting on the plane or something. I don't, I don't recall. Uh-huh. But... Um, then he goes in and he gets on the plane and he has to, and like the whole movie happens right. and then there's there's an after credit sequence of the uh, the taxi driver still sitting at the curb <laughs> waiting for for Ted Stryker to come back out and he's like I'm gonna give him five more minutes <laughs> so I don't know if it's the same kind of joke or if that counts as a callback yeah that's still, that's a total but, uh, callback absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely and and it's the best kind of callback yeah where like you kind of forget about it like the end of Avengers where they all go and get shawarma yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just because they were talking about it, and then these dopes st- sitting around eating shawarma, uh-huh. and they're, yeah, it's yeah, that, that's it's my favorite kind of like jokes are like that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I ordered shawarma from a place. This was like maybe this is maybe like a month or so after the Avengers came out, mm-hmm. and I ordered shawarma, and the woman said, "Oh, we're all out. We actually don't have any shawarma left." Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, have people been ordering it like crazy because of the Avengers? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's not a funny story, but... Again, this is the dark episode. This is the darkest timeline. This is the the Zack Snyder. It is definitely the darkest timeline. (coughs) 
Uh, all right. So do we have any more TV stuff to talk about here? Or uh, maybe we can just wrap this up. Yeah, I think we're, we're good. We're now, good. you guys, if you have any questions or you want to uh, tell us that we did something wrong and then we'll have to flog Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Where the hell's Chuck been? Oh, my uh, God. I think Chuck was visiting his mom in uh, Rancho Cucamonga, and uh, but he's back now. <laughs> and uh, Cucamonga, this will always screw, be funny to say. Screwing things up, should have made that left turn at Albuquerque, you know. And uh, you can, you can. So send... many locations I learned about from Bugs Bunny. Oh yeah. Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's always the alliteration is always good. Yeah. Um, but that actually that was a thing that was a Jack Benny thing. Um, the train leaving front to. Oh, like Cook. Kamanga, like uh, that. S- s- something Azusa and Rancho Cucamonga, yeah. which I never even thought was a real place, but apparently it is. Ranch of Cucamonga. Cucamonga Ranch? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to tell us anything, you can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and uh, let us know what you think. If you have a suggestion for things that we can talk about. Uh, that have to do with the Mary Tyler Moore show or anything yeah. TV related, hit us up, hit us up, hit us up, hit us up. And uh, please download from the iTunes store. Give us a rating. Throw us a review. We know you're out there. I'm looking at you, Patrick. So, uh, Patrick, auto Patrick said from our first episode, Patrick said that, that it's auto man, yes. which is the show I was trying to think of the first episode. Yes. Yeah, Thank you, Patrick. See, good job, Patrick. Auto man and cursor. Wow. You know, I sang in a banana suit at his wedding. Is is that a euphemism? Or is no, that, that is okay. a that is a <laughs> so directly literal. That is a literal statement. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. So, if you want to hear stories like that, send us a message. Okay. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening. Bye, and guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, everybody. You can catch us all over the internet. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at the number 2 MTM Podcast. You can catch us on Instagram at 2Mary2Tyler2More. That's the number 2. And you can also catch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 2Mary2Tyler2More. Please come back soon.